This episode two will follow the new format. The guest and the host would converse for the first twenty-five minutes, and the guest would take a couple of questions from the audience. Today we have with us Sidra Aziz. She hails from Pakistan, worked primarily in Malaysia, and then moved to Germany to pursue her masters in data and knowledge engineering here at the Otto von Guericke University at Magdeburg. She is currently working as a work student. working as a product owner and assisting the product team to automate processes in a berlin based insurance tech startup hello sidra hello nirvan thank you for having me here it's amazing uh, work that you're doing for the students and i'm humbled to be a small part you contacted me when you came to this university and i met you in the lab do you, do you remember that yes i do yes so i did my job as a mentor there then we worked very briefly together at the academic club but i never had the opportunity to discuss about your student jobs while i get to know let's also paint a picture for the audience we have here today shall we yes absolutely okay you grew up and you did your bachelor's in computer science in pakistan you were a business analyst in malaysia you are currently working as a product owner in a bowling based startup Absolutely. Where do you see yourself in the next few years after graduating from this university with a MSc degree in data and knowledge engineering? Uh well quite a good summary I would say. Uh this institute gave me a chance to look for the interests and causes I want to work for. So to answer your question I want to be part of solving problem through bridging the gap between human text or human speech. and using it for diagnosis or improving health of patients this could be done by finding a company that does so or even having my own startup for that matter so yeah you had some work experience and you were introduced to a culture apart from the south asian culture that is in malaysia yes how easy or difficult was it to get used to the german culture so i think in pakistan i was working uh, in a company where i learned a lot and uh, while i was doing my bachelor's i was working in a night shift because the company was uh, working with overseas clients but uh, sooner or later it affected me personally while working full time in the night and studying in the day job in the day so i had to take a break and that turned into a uh, resignation because there was no concept of a working student or a part time for an employee which was valuable so it was a disheartening factor but that is what is basically to me the the difference between what i see in german uh, work environment versus what i've seen in pakistan or malaysia in malaysia i was able to work from home because the company culture was very thriving and a startup kind of an environment which which was very multicultural so people were very understanding in that regard and i know that for us like 6 pm is usually called the half day it's not uh, it's not like work is done now i go home we don't end the day like that for us if i'm not in the office till 10 pm how will my boss realize that you know uh, i work hard <laughs> and that is wrong uh we need to be human we need to stop estimating things that i'll be done with this task by the end of the day uh working fast with prolonged procrastination and just working at the last minute this is not the culture here 
do not do that people are straightforward be straightforward estimate tasks in the realistic uh, capacity and do not in do not work towards till 10 pm or 11 pm because it doesn't have a good impact on your personal life or your health even to be very honest even i found the work culture here very good and i'm happy working here I came here with five or six years of six years of work experience, and uh, I found it a little challenging to, you know, become a student again. <laughs> so my question would be, how easy or difficult was it for you? Because I'm sure it was. You were a fully working professional. You were in Malaysia, and then suddenly you were a student. Actually, I'm glad you asked this question. Um, I. at this point of time i am gladly accepting the failures i had or um the way my strengths and weaknesses have you know uh, started coming in front of me because when i came back uh, when i came here back in 2019 i was away from my student life for about 5 years and i graduated in 2015 i instantly went to malaysia and i started working there there was no break for me from student life to professional life versus from professional to student this cycle was like a rapid one so i had no time to even reflect back that the student life is over and now i'm going to the professional life in another country which i've never seen before and then i had no time to even reflect on the fact that i'm leaving a 5 year worth of hiatus from the studies coming mm. back here starting a student life in another country which i have never seen before again so all of this started reflecting on me throughout my degree right now i'm ready to accept that uh, uh, I, i was following the german tech boom from 2012 very closely so that's why germany was my first choice when i wanted to do my masters um things were very monotonous at one point in malaysia so i wanted to start working uh i start sorry start studying so i did that and uh, when i came here uh the first semester was the biggest shock for me because i failed the subject and that brought me down to a very humble start because i had to start reevaluating everything and uh, my studying strategy had to change because in the next semester i took up a job and i took up five subjects and i was juggling between a lot of things and i thought i am a superhero so i'm going to do everything it turns out that i took a second attempt at the first subject that i failed from last semester i failed it again i was failing another subject at the same time from this second semester so i had two failures i had a part time job and i had other subjects that i i had cleared as well so a lot of things happened in the first year for me when i was studying um i know and i understand that uh, this was a wake up call for me but i also know that it's a taboo topic to talk about your failures especially when it comes to your study failures your course failures because people you know i know that we i'm i'm sure we all have seen tare zameen par and we all have uh, seen three idiots and we have uh become professionals by seeing all these inspirational movies but when it comes to your own personal capacity of experiencing these things this is still a taboo and a shame to accept that you failed a subject oh my god like uh it's it's a heartbreak for us um so of course same happened with me i i knew that uh, i would preach everyone else 
and still teaching everyone else how to uh, you know uh, cope up with such failures of courses that it's not end of life but for me it was at that time and um, also the lust for the constant comparison with others like if someone has gotten 1.3 then i am supposed to get that too or the life doesn't continue and uh, i want to give a shout out here to five people who are very important for me in this phase where i was very disappointed and uh, i i just it's a moment for me to embrace and not to be shamed and the shout out is for ahmed sejal shivani suhita and shantan because these people were i know some names could uh, surprise people but uh, they were very welcoming very nice and very approachable in fact they took an initiative to come to me and talk to me to ask me what's happening and when you are low the people who are open to talk and add some sense to your head uh, those are the ones you should never forget so yeah it was to answer your question in a concise manner it was difficult to come back after a five year hiatus to study in my first semester i really struggled i got grades as low as 3.3 in ir <laughs> and it was I, i i struggled quite a bit there is a i i need to ask you this question so there is this mindset students think that if you get bad grades it is going to be very difficult to get a job so at least the first semester students feel that clearly that is not a case for you right yeah i think in the above uh, i just told my entire story of the first year of how i was failing back to back and then doing the job as well at the same time i would tell you that it's a myth okay i also thought it i thought that i'm failing subjects i will never get anything in my life and uh, let alone a proper job in any company in a big or small city doesn't matter I think to be honest if it comes to the first working student job that I had I would say it's a mixture of luck and my resume <laughs> that I got it and uh, uh, I I don't think the companies are looking only for people who have grades as 1.2 and 1.3 in courses like oh you failed data mining I'm not hiring you I'm sorry but I need a 1.0 for my employee in the data mining course nobody has this okay and it's it's important for us to tell this to the students who are coming in um but of course that's not what i thought at that time and i i had the same mindset failing a subject is not the end of the world it's not the end of your struggle and it's certainly not the end of your search for a job that you dream of it's very important to know this while you're getting up and redefining yourself finding your strengths you having a impeccable credit score is very important we should all aspire to do that but if someone does not get it as they aspire it to be and just get it in the middle or average of whatever it was it, in terms of the credit it's okay it's absolutely fine companies are not looking for people who have a 1.0 only maybe some companies are most of the companies are not they are looking for people who have skills who are human who who are empathizing with others these skills this teamwork and having confidence to speak and to communicate these matter we make fun of these skills because we think that you know i don't know if i know python or if i know java i don't have to communicate with anyone i don't care but 
as soon as it comes to the promotion as it, as soon as it comes to becoming a senior engineer to becoming a team lead to becoming the head of the department all these extra curricular things that you thought are in the back seat take the front seat because since you're so knowledgeable you are supposed to communicate all that knowledge across the company you are supposed to be able to translate those knowledgeable engineering aspects that you know into the company's goals missions and the company's kpis so how will you do it if you only thought that print hello world is all i know and should know uh, i'm just saying it as a fun way i know print hello world is pretty much everyone knows it today so yeah a couple of things that you mentioned here um, about teamwork about communicating with other uh, people many of the students who come they come with one or two years of work experience and uh, how would you suggest they network i ask you this because you are a regular you were a regular part of academic club right yes yes i was and till i chose not to be yes okay and you at least know about pwyc that is pakistani women in computing yes that's true how important do you think these forums are for students to come join interact with other people interact with mentors interact with other faculty people maybe you know how how important do you think these forums are for a student who is coming from outside germany to meet mix with people get to know etc Uh, thank you for asking this question to be honest i'm not a very active member at pwic or academic club for that matter but yes i was and uh, till the time i realized that there are other things i'm not good at which i'm supposed to balance um and that took the front seat uh, while these uh, initiatives took a back seat for me personally not for others i would emphasize it's very important the reason why is because we come in with the mindset that study finish 90 credits do your thesis get a job that's it these are the three things you should aim for there are so many aspects that actually should motivate you to be doing that in process of getting there the these three big goals that everyone has your communication your network i cannot emphasize any more than how much important it is to know others don't know people from only your country okay this is not a rule of thumb to know if i'm an indian i know only indian if i'm a pakistani i only know pakistani and that's the defining factor no know everyone that you can contribute towards having a better uh, a better reference a better life a better skill set if they communicate to you uh, through ideas that they share and you think they the value that they add to your life is the same as you want then communicate and that is how you create networks talking about everything and anything that you're passionate about and if you haven't found your passion yet maybe the people around you will help you find it being a lone wolf is not the key here being only considering the fact that i go to classes and i do my projects and that's my life talk to your professors they have great brains they are the greatest brains at work 
and work on ideas with them don't be afraid that they'll judge me or i'm stupid or i don't know anything everyone knows something and uh, staying at home and uh, is one thing being a homebody is okay okay in covid we've learned that it's okay but sharing ideas is important connecting with others is important people are not here to judge you and for others don't judge anyone please uh, a lot of times we we start shaming and naming and making fun of each other in such ways that it detests a lot of people of even coming out as someone who has any idea we kill the ideas in people and that shouldn't happen and that goes for connecting and creating your references as well in german culture i've seen that references are very important it may not be important in from other professional world we come from but here no people in the environment where you're working from other companies from the company you're working at your team members because they are going to speak for your work as well one day and they are going to refer you to greater places and without references honestly it's very difficult to secure job interviews here so you need to have references if nothing else motivated you in the entire speech i just gave then do it for your work <laughs> then create references and connections for your work okay you also mentioned things that a student is passionate about they need to speak about that so what is sidra passionate about i'm passionate about a lot of things and i think sometimes it gets me into trouble but i don't care about that i'm passionate about women in stem i'm passionate about talking about child abuse uh, women abuse and in healthcare systems how we negate the women in healthcare how how they don't get the correct treatment because a lot of times it's like either you're fat or you are pmsing or your periods and that's why you don't have any other problems in your human anatomy and all these things are what uh, i want to try contributing towards solving through the data of course and uh, the other thing i'm passionate about and i talked about it to one of the people in dke and it turned out to be a project now is that i'm trying to work on finding triggers in twitter users of early depression through their text through their tweets without them actually announcing it through their text that yes i'm depressed i'm trying to find that pattern and uh, this idea came to me because i was going through a lot in the last year and i thought that if i have something and i'm not writing about it and i have a certain pattern of tweeting or posting on social media through this phase of life how many others are there who are going through the same and how can we save them because a lot of times people who are going through depressive episode or suicidal thoughts have a certain pattern of using social media and that's where i want to actually use my this degree for like where will i use my data if not in helping people and that's that's how you you know maybe it's a stupid idea to a lot of people it but it's not a stupid idea i'm just saying okay it's subjective and and but and, and if i'm is, not wrong this is a project with marcus yes it is I am working with Amar Majusha and Sankul on this project and I think a lot of failures that happened in this time when I was going through these you know courses failure back to back and the reason why I didn't approach this idea was because I thought you know it's who will think of it like why dk department would think this is something 
you know which has any uh, weight to it uh, it's just a stupid idea in my head it turned out to be that at least some people believed in it and they are working with me on it so well, yeah you need to take a leap of faith well i find this university extremely open to even randomest of ideas this university has been like our playground at least all the random ideas that i propose at least there are people who at least listen to the ideas and i have worked on many of the ideas that i had proposed in limited capacities i have now i really need to ask you the standard questions so how did you get to know about your first student job that the job exists i think i was very actively grooming my portfolio on linkedin that's the first thing and i was looking for the work opportunities um, through linkedin glassdoor zing indeed etc you know all the basic portals that you all use i came across um, the job um, that was working as a qa uh, as a working student capacity of course through glassdoor and i applied with my cover letter and resume and then there was an online interview uh, as a first initial stage interview because the company was based in berlin so i was sent a job offer after that like within 2 or 3 days and uh, i would say that since i have a very strong background in working with automotive classifieds and the company was almost in the same area so that could have been a major contribution towards me getting a job and i was with them for 6 months Okay, so that was uh, for a short period of time. Yes, it was. Mm, was there an interview process? Yeah, so the in my honestly the interview process that I followed or my strategy was very abrupt. Okay, I was just looking for something, anything I can do. I I had an experience in BA. Um, uh, I had an experience with as a product manager, as a QA. Um, so i applied for everything and i applied for a qa job because i thought okay i just you know i thought i cannot do anything else and just a disclaimer that is a wrong thing to think that i cannot do anything else i just did what we all do i marked my calendar for the interview time and date i went through the basic qa questions i found online and that was just a bit of the time before the interview and since i would say i'm very very good at being confident outside despite being anxious inside it helped i was lucky and i got the job and i started traveling between berlin and magdeburg for studies and work respectively i wish i could you know uh, go through my laptop screen and high five you <laughs> ah thank you <laughs> <laughs> um how did you get to know about your second job a disclaimer this is going to be probably a long answer okay um my contract with the company uh, which i was with for 6 months the first work experience i had in germany it ended in march 2020 and that's when the world started changing around us for everyone covid happened and i was not able to continue my job of course i was jobless I was failing subjects left and right in that time because it was the second semester and of course that's the time when I was failing subjects very uh, difficult I was depressed and I was not able to give rent for my own place in Magdeburg of course so I started living with my partner I kept a very low profile in that 6 months period without any particular studies I hardly took a subject I think 
in the summer semester in 2020. I I kept looking for all the jobs I could. In fact, I was also looking for odd jobs. I just wanted a source of income. I I wanted to do anything. I gave a lot of interviews for BI internship, QA working student job, data science working student job, internship in uh, you know anything. Uh, even IT support system. I didn't mind anything. Uh, I just wanted money, you know. Due to not being able to get final offers from companies, like I would do a first round of interview, a second round of interview. I would uh, turn in my tests, which are which are usually for you know jobs like uh, data science oriented or BI oriented jobs. They ask for certain tests, and. <clears throat> I started seeing that I would not qualify after that. And I approximately gave 30 or 40 interviews in these six months. Okay. I gave 40? a lot. Of yes. A lot. A lot. I would say okay. I gave interviews left and right. Okay. And it was not like I was getting rejected even after submitting the interview. I was getting rejected in all the stages you can possibly think of. <laughs> so it gave me a big blowback like I started thinking that I have such I have a half a decade experience after I came uh, I after I graduated and I have prior to that I was working as well so it's like a cumulative 13 years experience what is happening to me and I had to so what happened was I started looking at blogs and mentor videos on LinkedIn and other portals to see what I can improve I started taking notes of everything from scratch. I I had to unlearn 13 years of all the work I, I had, you know, accumulated. And I had to keep my ego aside. And I had to learn new things. The most important thing I had to learn was how to nail the first round of interview call with the HR or any hiring personnel that calls you. I used to think the questions like, tell me about yourself, meant my name is Sidra. I was born in Pakistan. I worked in Malaysia. And now I'm here talking to you. But it didn't, you know, I, I learned that a brief summary of your studies, your skills that you're doing currently or know them from past work that relate to what the company is asking for right now. That is the answer to tell me about yourself. I started writing this answer on my notepad. I kept for uh, there, there was a notepad I kept for the interview questions. I started writing answers for this. I learned that this question needs to be answered within two minutes. I started writing and practicing it with the timer until the question was concise enough to be answered within two minutes on the call. So that was my first, you know, breakthrough that, okay, the first question anybody asks is tell me about yourself and I'm prepared to answer that. Next thing was that I started realizing that all the interview questions from being vague, open-ended to very specific questions, whatever job you're applying for. My personal experience taught me that it is because I was not writing or practicing those answers. I was thinking, yeah, I know how to answer these questions. I'm going to go in and I'm going to be at my best. But when it came to the real interview, I was just struggling to find words. For example, why do you want to work for this company? To answer this kind of question, you need to check the press releases, the vision, the mission, state, mission statement of the company. Check what was the latest team celebration, team culture celebration, etc., extracurricular activities that were done specific to your own department, let's say IT uh, department that you're applying for mostly, what was the celebration that they did? What did they launch? What did they release? And if you think that all those celebrations, those values, they align with your own self, 
use that as an answer to this question you don't say i love this company i was born to work here the next i started using strategies for explaining all the typical questions like tell me about the time you had to work on something challenging or something with a with a deadline coming up something that uh, failed etc etc the these are very scenario based questions behavioral questions the strategy i used for this kind of question was star star means situation task action result you start briefly by explaining the situation you were in you explain the task you had to complete the specific actions you took in order to do that and most importantly the result of your effort please write the examples of your past work your university projects anything that showed the determination the teamwork the actionable mind you have practice them before going in the interview each interview type is different practice for video or call interviews in person interviews out of office interview place of interview changes your strategy and your approach approach towards it and the last round the least please ask the company questions ask them about what is the team expecting of the new person what are the kpis to measure the success of the person who comes in what is it that they are they are supposed to deliver in the first quarter if you want a guarantee it changed my life okay i started applying for product management roles because i realized that's my strength and in the middle of covid situation after all this 6 months of struggle i was sitting with three working student job offers to choose from two from berlin and one from an e-commerce company in hamburg so i would suggest that you find your true calling okay and <laughs> it's very important that do not please people around you do not do something because it will please your boss do things that you're passionate about work on yourself the answer the gist is that i changed the strategy for my second uh, work student job the reason was that the situation around us was not the same so things had to be different if i had to stand out okay another very basic question how important is the german language skills in your company in berlin mm. okay uh the company i'm working with is very multicultural a lot of people are coming from india pakistan there are polish people there are german of course mm, i would say that i'm still learning okay so the company offers a german course which i'm taking it's free and why not right i would say that i'm not learning it as enthusiastically as i should that is because it is not a priority in the company i'm at it's just an added value because i'm not in a sales department or in a marketing department so it's okay for me not to know the language fully but i would like to emphasize that my enthusiasm for learning the language came from when i saw that i'm a product owner for a for a team or the product that is making and managing insurance documents insurance documents are in german if anyone who's living in germany knows one thing is that the documents your documents whatever you get it's not everything. translated in english it's yeah. everything in german <laughs> yeah. so if i am part of this kind of a product i'm supposed to own it you know i need to know what this uh, word means 
okay what that uh, what that what the content is about for and i was managing like 13 or 14 insurance companies so if you think that your job really needs something or could make use of you knowing the language go for it but it's not a defining factor okay it's it's okay to take time and learn the language i'm not saying no, do not learn it ever learn it because you're living in this country and that's how you show the respect to others that's how you communicate with others this should however this should not be a stopping point for you to not apply to jobs thinking that okay i don't know the language so maybe you know let's not apply because why should i apply if i don't know anything you don't know anything in the language you don't know anything in real life is not true okay so let's try not to be harsh on ourselves it's essential to know the language but it's not a make or break of your career hmm you have tried to manage courses your part time jobs personal life and everything together here is where i will take tips from you because i find it incredibly difficult <laughs> how do you manage time i would say that i'm no saint i am still struggling so that's the first disclaimer second thing is that i started realizing i am not good at something and i'm good at something and these are the difficult questions that i confronted myself with that okay it's okay not to be good at something it's okay not to be able to balance five things at a time let's try to focus on three instead so then i started focusing on having a partner in my life having a family in my life and having a job and my studies so something has to at one point take a front seat and others a back seat i don't know about reincarnation and all the other lives we get but you as you you're living only this so i am sure that when you have family and support systems they will understand if your work and your studies are a priority but to cut off everything at once is also not a solution i would suggest that try to find your inner voice try to find and confront yourself with what you are good at and it's very difficult sometimes for us to accept that you we are not good at you know multitasking because multitasking is apparently a very cool thing to do and i also thought that you know i have to be a multitasker because otherwise uh, what will the people say but yeah after all the things after all the juggling between too many things no sleep and absolutely unhealthy lifestyle i started thinking that okay you know something need to change here i will ask you the next set of questions which i have prepared for you and uh, answer that very precisely because yeah i okay. think yeah so i am told by a german friend of mine that south asians are not very good at networking and what tips would you give to a south asian in order to network i would say that don't be scared okay i emphasized on also sharing ideas don't share your ideas only with professor share it with everyone sidra you mentioned about women in stem if i am if i remember it correctly you mentioned this is one thing you're passionate about yes that's true if any girl from pakistan is listening to you right now who is probably an aspiring engineer or someone who wants to come to germany like you what two things would you like to tell her i would say listen to your own self if you think you want to do it just do it honestly i am turning 30 and i didn't marry yet so i know that when i go back a lot of people have raised their eyebrows on me but look if you want to make a difference in your life and in others life 
through engineering go out and do it i know it's not it's easier said than done but i really hope that your parents will come on board if they're not yet i come from a family that my pa- my mother was very very she was a single mother and she was very supportive of us she was brave and so those are instilled in me as well those qualities but talking to your parents and fighting for what's right if you don't do it now then there is no other life and then there is no other time do it because you don't have to wait till you get married and have kids and then you ask your kids to do something that you wanted to do get help if you're listening i'm here to help and whatever support we all the women out there can give you we will but try to find your inner voice and then don't let anything stop you i see a, a new student from pakistan uh, in the audience section so my question would be what would be your advice to them i would advise that um, yeah it's a great time to party to roam around in europe because of course everything is so beautiful but um, or it's a very important point to start working as soon as you come here do not do that please do not think that the first semester you're here you have to start working because oh my god uh, if i don't have a job what will happen nothing will happen don't spend your money on everything randomly try to save up your good use financial apps for that they are open source they are free uh, try to manage your expenses try to manage and prioritize what is important and try to find your support system in mentors in research assistants in people who are uh, professors who are seniors who are working studying whatever but try to talk uh people who came here in this country with it's a good support system but that should not be the only support system for you until unless you don't spread your wings you won't know if you if you are capable of flying higher or not Okay and at this point uh, we open this to the forum i i got a couple of questions this question is by aditya he studies at the university of zaland uh, he wants some tips to answer the question why should we hire you um why they should hire you is because the skill set they're looking for you're confident you have it first thing you have to uh, tell yourself you you know it okay you know it and you will learn it and you are passionate about it but the first thing know the company know what they what they stand for second if that's what you stand for too then try to map those values and your skill set okay shubham asks if someone is going through a bad phase how would you suggest he or she overcome it and what has worked for you what singular thing has worked for you the most important thing that has worked for you what is the bad phase personally professionally or both he, he he did not mention that i believe personal professional both then i would say that yes life is tough uh we see and experience a lot of things the first thing is um what helped me is that i started um talking to my family again when i was shutting them out that was not working i thought that maybe when i talk to them when i'm all successful and i've solved my problems maybe they'll be proud of me and that would be good 
but honestly that doesn't work you know that that's not how it works shutting people out doesn't work and also we do not approach people or confront our own self that it's okay to ask for help if you don't find anyone you can talk to just talk to me maybe i don't mind i am a good listener and anyone can listen to you you need to find people who are patient at listening so that you can just sometimes just you know whine it out that you know this is what has happened second thing find if people are not the one you are comfortable talking to try to write it out try to ha- maintain a journal try to make a habit a morning routine maybe you know tiktok has given so many things to us in this past one year and one of that is having a morning or a night routine and that truly worked for me write five things you're good at five things you want to improve one thing that is being painful or you are worrying about try to read it the next day and the next and the next these things when you iterate them again and again you will know what is the problem second thing try to break your bigger problems and worries into smaller tasks don't try to say i'll take a 1.0 in the subject because i feel it it's a very vague action item nobody can work on this try to make maybe okay these were the problems or topics i was uh, wrong or i need improvement i need improvement at so maybe today i will focus on this aspect maybe tomorrow i'll focus on this and then slowly eventually you will be better phases are bad but you need to find a habit which is not destroying you and making you better okay to the audience now okay so yeah so sidra i just wanted to give you a very big thanks from the bottom of my heart because this was the kind of podcast i was looking forward to from the start itself you know people are not willing to share their you know failures and i believe that it is very brave of you to be out there and speak about your failures and how you manage them and the way you you know also provided us the tips about how we can tackle the interviews and all in itself the beautiful i guess you have a nice art of articulation basically how you put out the words this podcast briefly covers all the aspects that i would look forward to so yeah that is all what i have to say thank you so much shubham um honestly when anirban asked me if i can talk about the failures or anything or i want to stick to just having bad grades i thought that it was good in the start but then i realized that that's exactly what everyone is doing the point exactly. is not about having bad grades or not it does not start the conversation the things that start the conversation or the thought provoking actions from others is when you yourself accept publicly that okay i am a human i did this but there is other things that i have done to compensate or overcome whatever the failures were so i believe that's exactly what was on my mind i was in this mental state this semester where i took five subjects two projects i covered all of that and i'm pretty sure that i'm not failing any of them so i was like it's okay i will talk about all the things that have happened in the past now that i've overcome things because honestly while i was struggling i was keeping such a low profile that i was not even approachable by anyone and um, it's not right on my part but i want others to 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 be helping them in not doing the same basically i would like to add something that uh, apart from magdeburg students from the other universities like me and uh, other my friends 
from other universities also they are getting really good help from your podcast i would like i would like to add that it, it's it's a really good podcast and it, it's actually helping students to quite a big extent it actually helped me also at some point of time let's congratulate aditya he just got a job congratulations aditya ah uh, thank you thank you i i would like to ask some like important question to sidra like uh, during this pandemic many students did not get their contracts extended my question is that what do you do suggest a student aditya i would say that look failures are shamed culturally and that involves a, an academic failure as well it's all about trying not to be failing failing anything that is a wrong approach i would say it's okay to be failing at something don't think that you can only apply in this state try to apply anywhere you want okay the first thing is so far everyone is still on work from home policy try to groom the, your portfolio on the basis of what the company is looking for try to add the keywords in their job description in your cv and be honest okay if you don't know tableau but you added it in your cv then it's wrong so apply for things which you know so approach towards applying the, for the jobs and also being patient with yourself that's the two most important thing no oh, thank you very much for that no problem at all thank you uh, this phase really taught me really weird things i never knew that i could learn it was just another philosophical quote which i just got reminded of from this movie chichore which says goes like everyone has a plan after success but nobody has a plan after we fail so yeah we should always be prepared for failures that's what i believe in yeah i completely agree i honestly think that we stray away and we run away from failures as if it's a bad thing if you can tell someone that it's okay to fail you don't know mm-hmm. how much you're helping them but you are exactly at some point in time one starts to question themselves that whether it is the problem with me or am i not good fit for the job i completely agree i remember that i i started questioning myself even and i thought that okay so this means that i'm not good because i was only good by luck so i had this imposter syndrome i i had this one workshop two days ago or a week ago uh, this was by google and it's i am remarkable workshop and i the one of the exercises they taught was write 10 things you think you are remarkable at and it just came down to me started thinking like oh my god i'm so good at these things and i start thinking that it's a normal thing to be good at it but no you need to start appreciating if you're good at something you took this episode to another new level sidra and i thank you so much for speaking uh, this is a conversation which is completely heart to heart uh, i had prepared for this in interview but after a couple of minutes i did not really follow uh, the script and the plan good luck it's, to everyone <laughs> it's a pleasure talking to you and thank you uh, so much i wish you all the best and thank you anirban please you. stay in touch uh, guide other students if they approach you maybe and yep yes i'm open to anything uh, i'm it's very very welcoming if anyone wants anything i'm here that's all i can say right now i thank you so much and bye bye 
Thank you, Anirban. Thank you, everyone who was here. Thank you. Hi again. I thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe if you want further updates. Please share this with your friends to whom this could be valuable. In case you have a query or a feedback, please send me an email to mailme@anirbansaha.com. You could also send me a text on Twitter, Telegram or Skype. My username is Saha Anirban.